0: Apostle Paul said in the Bible, I just want to read a couple of scriptures. It's on the screen here. He said this in the Bible. Everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead i want to know christ so i want to make a couple of comments about that but is there just a little ring in the microphone right now or is it just me just wave if you think it's just me ryan i just got just a little bit of a thing going on there i want to know christ you would think that the apostle paul already fully knew jesus christ when he wrote this passage in the bible because apostle Paul wrote a lot about Jesus and he taught a lot about Jesus but the apostle Paul discovered that there's always more when it comes to knowing Jesus Christ there is more grace there is more faithfulness there is more mercy there is more comfort there is more wisdom there is more strength there is more love there is more revelation That is why the great Apostle Paul said, I want to know Jesus Christ. And that deep desire is what drove the Apostle Paul's life to know Jesus. Indeed, with Jesus, there's always more. If you agree, could you say amen? Amen. Colossians chapter 2, which Paul also already said this on your screens, it says, And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Then he said, let your roots grow down into him and then let your lives be built on him. That's on Jesus. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth uh, you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Jesus Christ is our sure foundation. All other ground is sinking sand. Amen. Amen. Just as a tree... Sinks its roots deep into the rich soil where it can then draw up the needed nutrients that it needs to thrive. So we also sink down our roots into Jesus Christ and we draw up eternal life. Ladies and gentlemen, listen carefully. As we face the future, which is very, very uncertain, I want to encourage you all today I want to encourage every person here today to make the decision, to make it a priority that you also will seek after Jesus Christ to know Jesus Christ. Make knowing Jesus Christ your personal goal, not just for this year, but in the years ahead. What's your goal for living? I want to know Jesus Christ. Now I know that many of you here have followed Jesus for literally decades. And you're well acquainted with the Bible. That's good and that's wonderful. Praise God for that. But I urge everybody, I urge you not to lose your passion for knowing Jesus. There's so much noise in the world, so many distractions that we can turn this way and that way sometimes without realizing what we're doing. But as your pastor, I urge you, never lose your passion for Jesus Christ. Don't lose your first love. My first love is Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Stir up your heart because there's so much more to discover about Jesus. There's always more. So let's be like the apostle Paul and declare, I want to know Christ. Let your passion for knowing Jesus be what drives your life. Amen. If you would do that, then you will do, do well in the years that lie before you. Secondly, second point I want to make. The Bible says this on the screens again. It says, The Lord does not want anyone to be destroyed, but He wants everyone to repent. That's a very interesting verse. He doesn't want anybody to be destroyed. Now you might want a few people to be destroyed, but not the Lord. Not the Lord. He wants everyone to to repent, And then the next verse says, "This is good and pleases God, our Savior wants everyone to be saved. God wants everybody to be saved and to understand the truth. Did you know the Bible says that God takes no pleasure in the death of a wicked person? God wants everyone to be saved, and, and, and he, he wants everybody to be rescued from their sins. The Bible also says this. Or in view of those verses I've just read, the Bible says this. It says that Jesus came and told his disciples on the screens there. He says, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. God has given to us the profound responsibility of taking the message of Jesus to people who are not saved and people who are not right with God here in Australia and overseas. And again, in the years ahead, and I don't know long, much long, have, longer how have we've got, I think Jesus is coming back again soon. I, I really do believe that with every fibre of my being. I, I'm just, this is just my opinion. I could be completely wrong. But if the world's got 10 years left, I'd be really surprised. That's just a personal opinion. But in the years ahead of us, let us do what we can to introduce people to Jesus. You know, pray for people. Pray for your workmates. Pray for your boss. Pray for people. Be kind to people. Don't be an idiot. Don't be mean. Be kind to people. Give to missions. Let's continue to do that. Let's be an example to people. Let's tell people about Jesus when the opportunity uh, pops up. Making Jesus known to the world is our mission, is our purpose. Therefore, this is a short message. I'm finishing it right now. You're all shocked. Some of you might need counselling afterwards. Amen. <laughs> in conclusion, our, in the years ahead, our goal is to know Jesus more. I just want to put it out there. Do you think it's a good goal, everybody? You know, I just, I just want to know Jesus. It's not rocket science here. That's my goal for living. Uh, there's more to Jesus, but our purpose for being here on the planet and breathing all the oxygen, our purpose is to make Jesus known to others. We we just want to shine for Jesus. That's what we're all about as Christians. That's what we're all about at Real Life Church. Know Jesus and make Him known. Know Jesus. Make him known. Our goal, know Jesus. Our mission, make him known. How simple is that, everybody? So, you know, who knows? Thank God for this building. Thank God for everything we own. But you don't know that in the years ahead, we might even be banned from meeting here one day. You don't know. But our goals can still remain the same, to know Jesus, make Jesus known. It's not dependent upon a building or things. It's dependent on Jesus Christ. So stay the course. And the Lord will bless you richly. Amen. That's the end of the sermon. Praise God. But it's probably one of the best sermons I've ever preached. Know Jesus. Make him known. Know Jesus. So I, we're going to have the cut of the cake in a moment. But what I, I would like to finish with is a prayer of dedication. It's the same prayer that we prayed on um, we actually started in a meeting here in September. We had a prayer of dedica- a day of dedication, dedication service for the building in October of 2013. It's the same prayer that we prayed back then. And I'd like to pray now with you. What do you think, everybody? Would you like to stand with me? And you can see the prayer on the screen. Dear Heavenly Father, We praise and thank you for your power, your mercy, and your amazing grace. You are our awesome God. We thank you that you plan for us to become real life church. You are the one who has joined us all together from different nations of the world. And we thank you for the divine provision of this wonderful facility here in Lissaman Street, Gosnells. But Almighty God, we know that you do not dwell in buildings, but you dwell in the hearts of your people. Nonetheless, we know that you plan for us to take ownership of this building so it could be used as a tool and your hand to bring the life of Jesus Christ to this region of Perth. You've also given us this building to be a sacred place of congregational worship to you. And so we, the people of Real Life Church, dedicate this facility back to you. We pray in the name of Jesus that this facility... And real life church will be a place of salvation for the lost, a place of forgiveness for the sinner, a place of healing for the sick, a place of deliverance for the captive, a place of comfort for the brokenhearted, a place of peace for the anxious, a place of miracles for the needy, a place of strength for the weak, a place of the Holy Spirit for the thirsty, a place of love for the rejected, a place of hope for the hopeless, and a place of wisdom for the confused. We pray that in this place, thousands of people will be born again and become disciples of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. We pray that in this place, millions of dollars will be raised for the cause of world missions. We pray in this place, lives will be transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. We pray in this place and upon us, a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit with signs and wonders and miracles. We pray in this place that the Word of God will be taught and preached clearly and with power. We pray that in this place, that this place will become too small and that we will have to buy up extra properties around this building. Amen. We also pray for the future generations of Real Life Church in the decades to come. We pray that the future generations will always be true to you. And we'll always remain, remember that this building is to be used for the glory of God and only to the glory of God. Father, we not only dedicate this building to you, but we also dedicate ourselves to you. We surrender. That's how we started our service, wasn't it? Be it surrender. We surrender our will, our amb- ambitions and our hearts to you. And these days before you return, we want, to, we want our lives to burn with holy passion. So we confess that Jesus Christ is Lord over our lives and over this facility. Amen. Can we give the Lord a hand?